Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of The Bash Report, where we are recapping episode three of The New Zealand Bachelor, featuring our new bachelor, Moses. Yeah, and it seems like they end every episode so far before the rose ceremony. So this episode is going to start off... With the rose ceremony. And we've gone through everyone, and the only person that doesn't get a rose is Savvy. So they like have some fun little jokes during this rose ceremony, which I really enjoy. So first he gives Negan the first rose, which makes sense because they had that great convo last episode. But then when he gives Lou one of the roses at the beginning, they had had a running joke from the last episode where um, they were, their families are from the same place and they have a similar last name and they keep joking that they might be cousins. So hmm. when he gives her the rose, he says, we still might be family, but we accept this rose. And it's kind of like the ongoing, like funny banter. And I think it's really fun that he's not like so uptight during the rose ceremonies. Right. Like, I think he, he actually makes a lot of jokes just in general. Um, Steph gets the last rose for the second week in a row. Yeah. Which is like kind of brutal like you know you're at the bottom if you're like consistently getting the last rose that's true so he does send savvy home also known as sabina which is sad to me because i liked her but they also had like no chemistry yeah so then they announced the one-on-one date who was it the on the one-on-one date yeah it was louis lou 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 Louisa. Yeah. Um, which she follows us on Instagram. So I feel like I have like an even bigger soft spot for her now, but I've liked her this whole time. They basically takes her jet skiing. They go jet skiing and she has a fear of open water and she can't swim. So why they decided to send her on this specific date is beyond me. I mean, it kind of makes sense why she'd have a fear of, uh, open water. If she can't swim. Yeah. Open water is a pretty normal fear to begin with. And if you can't swim, like you definitely don't want to just be in the middle of the ocean. Um, so first he's like driving it around with her on the back and then they'd like do a little swap. Yeah. And, uh, she's driving and they, it looks like they're like completely tipped over on the side and you're like, Oh man, this sucks. They're just going to be like floating in the water. This is like one of our biggest fears. So they like show it wipe out, but then it like pops back up. Yeah. Like perfectly fine. So they didn't fall off, which is good news. Yeah. She was driving it like no problem. Like she didn't have any fear. So, well after like at the very beginning, she was going really slow, really slow. And she's like getting more speed and more speed. And then it got to a point where she was like zipping around way faster than he was. Yeah. Um, so then they have like a little picnic and she does tell Moses about her 
uh, boyfriend or partner who had died. And he hugs and can like comforts her and like took it very well and then gives her a rose. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, while this is all happening, the girls are having a tennis competition. Yeah. I don't know if the producer set this up or they just decided they were going to do it amongst themselves. But basically the winner of the tennis competition gets one-on-one time with Moses at the cocktail party. Which it certainly does seem like it was just the group of women that put it together. Mm -hmm. And then like they had a, like an unspoken bond or whatnot to uphold the. Yeah. Like they all agreed like, oh, like whoever wins this, like this is a fun way to decide who will get to talk to him first and have the best time or whatever. So Cirrus ends up winning the time. And some of the girls are really upset, especially Stephanie, since she's had no time and is always last picked. But before we move on to the group date, I do want to take a second to talk about our sponsor for this episode, which is wine.com. We are drinking wine from wine.com at this very moment. And they are amazing because they are an online wine store and it's quick and easy. You can go through bestsellers. You can talk to their experts, kind of figure out what you need, what you want, what's in your price point, like everything else. And they also have unlimited free shipping with a membership. So you don't have to worry about shipping costs if you like buy into stewardship. So it's only $49 a year and wine.com offers unlimited free shipping to any address when you sign up for that stewardship membership. So basically within one or two orders, you've already paid it off the rest of the year. All of your shipping is free, super fun, super cool. So they deliver wine right to your door. You just like sign, like you have an adult sign and you are good to go. And like I said, they have expert guidance to help you choose your wines and they have an awesome app where you can scan rate and buy on the go. So if you're at the liquor store or a wine store, you can take a photo of a label and it'll pop up with all the professional ratings, the tasty notes, etc. And you can save it to the my favorite wine category. So we have a special little gift for you guys. If you go to wine.com slash batch report, you get $50 off your first order which terms do apply, but that is wine.com slash batch report to get $50 off your first order. Just go get yourself some wine. I know it's rosé season around here. So we're drinking red right now, but we've been on a rosé kick. Yeah. I wonder what kind of wine Lou and Moses were drinking at their one-on-one date. I think they had white wine, didn't they? I think so. Oh, it's probably Sauv Blanc. Because they're New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand makes the best Sauv Blancs if you're They make interested. really good Sauvignon Blancs. Uh, so. Photo scavenger hunt time. Yeah. So the group date this time is a photo scavenger hunt. There's actually only six girls on this group date. So there's Steph and Chanel on one team. And then they had, who was it, Negan and Lana on one team. And then Kayla and can't remember the other girl's name. Basically, the two middle ones were, they basically the front runners, the girls at the bottom, and then the girls in the middle yeah. against each other. So how did you feel about this group date? Because it wasn't really... They weren't really spending time with Moses. They didn't spend they any were, time with Moses. They were just running around doing this. And then they all get to the end and all the teams had tied. 
they had all gotten three photos done. Yeah. I'm so, not sure how I feel. I think it was like a really fun scavenger hunt. But it had nothing However, to do with spending time with The Bachelor. Yeah. It wasn't like, I know sometimes, I'm, I know I shouldn't be comparing, but in contrast, I know the American uh, batch with Tasia, mm-hmm. they did a, it wasn't like a scavenger hunt, but they ran around the it was like pavilion an, and it was and an like, obstacle course scavenger hunting but at the end they would have to like propose to her mm-hmm. so it included her in some way yeah so i'm not sure how i feel i think it was like a really cool and fun thing but i'm not sure how it tied into like building their relationship or seeing like he didn't get a c any more of those girls i guess he got the day off kind of yeah or? like the american one was cool because they had them with like the blow horns right so they like Tasia could shout things at them while being able to watch them do the scavenger hunt yeah. and hear them do Tasia it. Tasia was actively watching them. So I don't know if Moses was actively watching them. I don't think so because they were driving around. Yeah. So I'm on the fence about it. I think it's kind of neat. I can't wait to see what they do with it. It actually reminded me of the last season of the New Zealand Bachelorette where Lizina and I think it was Aaron was her partner on that date. And then Lily had one of her guys too. And they were doing like photo scavenger hunts against each other because they were the two bachelorettes and they were doing like a one-on-one date. Oh no, it was Tavita. Tavita was on that date. Which Tavita bad just news. passed away this week. Tavita died. It's like probably so, really sad. The most heartbreaking bachelor death at this yeah. like Sorry to interrupt this program. I know, but, yeah. but I couldn't not mention that. Because, Which I don't know if they know the reason why yet. Um, but I know that they've know. been sharing a lot of depression hotline stuff, and it makes me really But sad. it wasn't a suicide, so... It, I mean, it could have been. It I don't, could have been. They, I, we'll, have to, we'll have to listen. Anyway, it, back to the batch. But it's sad, so yeah. send his family love on Instagram. I know. Instagram. Uh, so they basically do this scavenger hunt, and they all tie, and they have to decide who is going to go arts like hey i'm gonna leave it up to you guys to decide which i thought was kind of like not cool i know i was like man you should have done like a sudden death or something you know like some little competition thing like oh first person to go around the corner and get a photo with a stranger holding an ice cream cone something like something yeah basically they decide on steph because mm-hmm. she hasn't gotten any time. And I think she's been at the bottom yeah, for the road. Literally. So they're like, Steph should get the time because she's most in dire need of it. Yeah. So, so, yeah. She has a conversation with Moses. And I read that it was just very surface level. Yeah. You know what? It From what I saw, um, it just, I don't know if there's anything more than physical attraction. And I think that's also maybe how Moses is feeling as well. Mm-hmm. Like if there's anything below, you know, but it's hard because I feel you like you can't expect people to just open up immediately, you know? Yeah. But I feel like he looks at her and says, Oh, she's pretty and she's nice, but he doesn't have any spark with her mm-hmm. in the same way that he does with some of the other girls. So this episode basically ends up leaving off with the beginning of the cocktail party and Chanel interrupting right away and asking for some time. And then he is like, oh, before sunset, I promise we'll like get some time to talk. But from what I could tell, that really pissed off the other girls because they'd had that whole competition for who got like one on one. Yeah. And she immediately jumped in front of she that like and said, hey, bogarted it. 
I need that, which I mean, Chanel does need one-on-one time probably more than Sirius does at this point. But it's kind of like there was an unspoken bond that the girls needed to abide by. Did I get that right? Girl code. Girl code. Where it's like she basically betrayed like all the other other women because it's like, hey, you know. Anyway, I don't know if that's how what that means in New Zealand, but that's how I would look at it. If a bunch of guys got together and were like, "Okay, we're going to do a competition, and whoever wins gets first dibs, mm-hmm. right?" Like you would abide by that. You know, they get shotgun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's all we have time for today. And we'll talk to you next week for another episode of the Batch Report.